Today I just want to share with you a simple tip. Well, the principle is simple. When you're in a situation where you don't know what to do next in your career, whether that's you're freelancing, I don't know, you, you might be wanting to start your own business, you might be wanting to get into your next role, but you just don't know what to do. And the, the reason you know that you want to change is because you'll be feeling perhaps um, isolated, you're perhaps feeling as though you're a bit bored, to be honest, you, you feel as though you're perhaps not contributing in the way that you want to contribute. So this tip in principle is something that I myself uh, used and use with my, with my clients to at least begin the thought process, to begin to just sort of brainstorm ideas, to understand, uh, yes, what, what's out there. So, and this idea comes from, or this, this tip comes from my own experience when I was going through these things myself. So I was in my mid to late 30s. I was lacking confidence, a bit of low self-esteem in the sense that I was sort of thinking to myself, where, where, where do I fit? Do I have value? Where, where can I contribute? So I sim all I simply did was I started to really look at what certain businesses were doing, certain um, entrepreneurs were doing. So I, I suppose I looked in two, two different, two different uh, sort of, two different places, I suppose, so to speak. So I started to really use LinkedIn actually was, was quite a, a good tool for me because I was, fortunately, I had quite a good network on LinkedIn and I interacted and socialized, I guess, on LinkedIn quite a lot. And I kept up to date with what people were doing. So I started to look out for people who interested me. That was it. It just, it just sparked an interest in me. When I say people, I mean pretty senior figures. So CEOs, leaders, managers. I looked at those people who said things on LinkedIn that interested me um, in terms of the work that they were doing, in terms of the businesses that they were starting, in terms of the, co the contributions that they were making through their professional careers to making the world a better place. So people like um, Eric Ryan, who is the CEO of Ollie.com, uh, people like uh, Nick Francis, the CEO of HelpScout.com. And these, incidentally, they weren't all remote businesses. I was looking just for inspiration at that particular time to understand which direction I wanted to go in. I was looking at several different people and in some cases starting conversations with these people. But, you know, first and foremost, I was just really looking to see what, what they were doing and how they were contributing. Steli Efti, another one, another the CEO who I really admire uh, in terms of the work that he does and in terms of the contribution that he, he makes to educating people. And this, this was, for me, as I said, a starting point to really understanding m my own self. I started to ask myself, what, what is it about them that I, I like? Uh, not just from their sort of technical, functional roles, but also from a standpoint of what they were, were contributing. Could I see myself um, 
either doing something similar to what they do in terms of the contribution or in terms of the niche that they were working in, or how can I use those, how can I use what they're doing, how can I use the information in what they were doing to, to shape my own sort of career, to shape my own direction. As I said, these are just, these were just steps at the, the very beginning when I was sort of a bit, a bit lost in my own thoughts. So it was just all about being conscious about what other people are doing. And I think sometimes, well, a lot of times, and I, I witness this quite a lot in my coaching sessions or at least speaking to my clients, is that as remote workers, we, we do get, we, just, we tend to get isolated. Not isolate, not just physically isolated, but isolated in the sense that we get so focused. Our thoughts are just so isolated and focused on what we're doing. We tend to not necessarily deliberately block out what other people are doing. We don't necessarily perhaps interact as much. I remember in the old days when I first started work, I was attending quite a lot of um, in-person seminars um, and in-person events on a regular basis. And that was something that I, I enjoyed doing and it meant that I was meeting lots of people and perhaps inadvertently, inadvertently just getting the ideas and discussing things with people, understanding what they did. But in a remote world, that is more of a challenge. It's more of a challenge in the sense that if networking doesn't come naturally to you, then if, if that doesn't come naturally to you, then you have to be deliberate about doing it um, on a remote basis. So doing it deliberately so that you join events, so that you listen to webinars, so that you interact on LinkedIn or at least do your research on LinkedIn to find out who the people are that interest you, not just from a personal standpoint, but from what they are doing, from what they're contributing, because it can just give you so many ideas. I say it's, it's more of a challenge um, when you work remotely from the sense that, if, as I said, it doesn't come naturally to you, but it's less of a challenge in the sense that you can attend. In fact, there's an advantage, a massive advantage to, to working remotely and networking because you can, there's no boundaries, there's no borders, there's no limits to who you can talk to, who you can network with, the events that you can attend, um, whether that's virtual or, or in person. So this for me was, was a game changer. And this was sort of the, the foundation actually of the podcast because I'm not a person who naturally networks with, with it, doesn't come, it didn't come naturally to me. I'm an introvert. I, I quite like, be, I like my own space. I like to be in charge of when I'm talking and networking with people and speaking to people. Um, I'm a bit shy as well. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit shy. So in the, in the early days, it didn't come naturally to me. So when I started to work remotely, doing it, doing my networking on a sort of, uh, what should we say, sort of a virtual basis, it really suited me. Although I was still a little bit, yeah, a little bit uncomfortable with it. But this was sort of like the foundation of the podcast, as I was saying. It's because I started to get more comfortable with it. I started to enjoy it more. Then I started to speak directly and connect directly with CEOs, have conversations with them, either via LinkedIn or offline. 
understand what they were doing. Because one thing about me is that I'm, I'm pretty inquisitive. I, I ask a lots, of, lots of questions. I like to ask a lot of questions. And that's what really drives me. Because I think that's, the, that's how you learn, by asking questions. That's how you get your ideas, is by asking questions. That's how you avoid isolation, by asking questions. So you really have to try to immerse yourself in I'm not saying that you have to do, you know, you, you necessarily have to immerse yourself in the conversations to begin with. What I'm saying here, and this, this is, the, I suppose, the biggest tip, the biggest takeaway from this uh this brief um, podcast is just begin by being taking away sort of the, the focus from your work and open your mind, open yourself up to really learning and really being aware of what other businesses are doing, what other leaders are doing, the innovations that are going on. Open yourself up to asking questions only you know asking questions of these people eventually but at least at the very beginning open yourself up to have an understanding of what they're doing go on their websites read their linkedin profiles read their pr understand how they're contributing or their businesses or their in how their businesses are contributing to whatever it is that they do what, what, understand what their businesses do, what they're, what they're all about. Because then you can get some ideas. Because far too often we focus on what we do. So marketing or software engineer or customer success professional, whatever it may be, we focus on what we do. What I'm advocating is focus on, or at least put some of the focus on the contributions on, on the why, I suppose, more than anything else, put, put the, more of a focus on why. Because if you, that, that's what really fired, well, that's what fired me up anyway in the early days, is not just what I do, but the contribution that I make. And if you understand what these businesses do, what these entrepreneurs are doing, uh, like, for example, I, I gave the example of Eric Ryan, who um, founded Method Products, for example, so Method Products, obviously, a, a cleaning company, but a cleaning company with a difference in the sense that, that their cleaning products are biodegradable and not harmful. And in fact, there's one point where I think he did a press conference where he was actually drinking the, the cleaning product to prove that it was harmless. And this sort of fascinated me and made me think, wow, this is somebody who's really sort of trying to to change the game and trying to do things in a positive way that, that's going to help the planet. It's going to help people. It's going to help future generations. That's what really inspired me. So I was, I was more focused on, on his why, on that why, than I was on what he did. And that's what, I'm, as I said, that's what I'm trying to, in a long-winded way, <laughs> trying to advocate um, that you do. Because when you find these, these leaders, these entrepreneurs, when you find them and start to read about them, then you can see how you can fit within that sort of spectrum of things, within that sort of, within their ecosystem. You can see, you can begin then to research the problems that they have, and you can then see, actually, how can I become somebody who can help take this product forward, to take this, this business forward, to take this, you know, this whole thing forward. So... That's enough from me for today. I hope that has helped in some way. As I said, what I'm really trying to say is try not to focus too much on what you do. 
if you're trying to get ideas, what you're trying to do is focus on, or at least put some of the focus on what other people are doing. Re do your research. Be aware of what's going on. Do your reading. Do your, yeah, I'm advocating research and reading and understanding of what other people are doing and avoiding the isolation that we get as remote workers because that's the way we could, that's the only way. And once you've got that research, the only way we can then take ourselves forward is by having conversations with, with one another, sharing ideas, learning out loud, all those kind of things. So that's it for, from me for today. I hope that <laughs> I've garbled on a lot, but I hope that has been of some use. If you've got any questions, do let me know.